Hello, everyone. This is Robert Roundtree with the Marijuana Solution. And today we're speaking with Kim Rivers, CEO of TrueLeave. And we're going to talk to her about some new products that they may have coming out, new strains, uh, jobs being created, upcoming events that they're supporting, such as the Art Basel Art 420 edition. Um, how are you doing today, Kim? I'm doing great, Robert. How are you? I'm doing really good. I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to get all this new stuff I got for the um, Art Basel show that we're sponsoring. So I've been chasing down orders with UPS. That, so it's been interesting, <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, I'm really excited about it. Um, no, it's going to be an awesome event. We're really looking forward to it as well. Yeah, I spoke with Eric the other day, and it sounds like he is um, he he's putting in work to get this put together and I'm looking forward to see what they have. Yeah, no, I think it's so exciting to have um, really the industry um, represented and, and Eric is such a wonderful human being and um, his energy and, and presence within the movement I think is just uh, wonderful because he just brings a completely different dynamic and a completely different audience um, with you know art being really a medium that cuts across um a lot of different um you know demographic and and so forth barriers and i just i just think it's a great um you know uniter um and then you add uh, cannabis and the cannabis conversation in with um in with art and it's just it's it's an awesome combination so um, we're really we're really proud to uh, have the opportunity to work with him um on the event and of course our our basil is just a preeminent uh, you know, event that get, gains, you know, really international attention. Um, so to, to be front and center um, in an event as prestigious as, as Art Basel is just awesome. So, you know, kudos to Eric and the entire um, Art 420 team for sure. Yeah, absolutely. For those of you listening that may not be familiar with Art Basel, I believe a million and a half people or something come down to Miami for artists from around the globe. So it's definitely the place to be if you're interested in art, um, anything like that. And the Wynwood area of Miami is pretty amazing as far as art goes. H- have you been through there much at all? I have. It's it's really amazing. It's just, I think it's um, it, it's just a very inspiring place. Um, and just the vibe is incredible and, and positive. And um, it's a showcase for um, different outdoor um, and, uh, you know, installations. Um, and, and again, I think that it's a perfect, a perfect place to, uh, for the, you know, the cannabis community to show up and, um, you know, continue to educate, um, folks about, um, you know, cannabis in Florida. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, since you brought up education, um, you know, I, I've met most of your community educators uh, mm-hmm. that have been around starting. I, I noticed I, I met a new one at the Dispenser Grand Open in Orlando, and they kind of seem to be y'all's um, boots on the ground educating physicians and um, patients at different events. Can you explain a little bit what your community educators do? Absolutely. Um, so our community educators are, are very important uh, to our, our business model. And uh, they're folks that we've hired in different regions um, to do exactly what you what you just said, Robert, to be our boots on the ground, um, interfacing with uh, not only physicians, but um, p- being able to participate um, in a physical way at all these wonderful events that are being hosted around the state. Um, you know, we realized pretty early on that, as we all know, Florida is a pretty large um, state from a geographic standpoint. And we really wanted to have a um, personal presence 
in um, as much of the state as, as we possibly can. And so we knew that we needed to roll out a model where we had um, community educators who are trained and um, able to really serve as additional faces of, of the company. And um, what's great about um, our community educators is uh, they're very personal. They're, they're very familiar, of course, with all of our products and they build relationships um, like I said, with physicians and also with our patients in their respective um, in their respective communities, and they're constantly bringing um, that feedback um, back to you know quote unquote um, corporate to make sure that we're um, we have that constant ear open um, to any physician and or patient concerns, and that we're incorporating that into um, our business practices. So it's been great. So that so they're kind of like a. Um a, a dual agent. So they educate the physicians and the patients and then bring back the feedback to the company to make any improvements on how that's going on. Kind of. Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. You guys are, um, beyond amazing at responding to people. I mean, everywhere oh, I you. look, yeah, no, I mean, really customer or patient, you know, oriented, um, issues get taken care of. So we're, we're really happy that that's going on. Um, that might be the number one thing that I see online that sets you guys apart aside from the products. People were really excited about the customer service experience they get. Oh, well, thank you. You know, that's something that we are really focused on um, as a company. You know, one of our one of our primary mottos is that truly grows one patient at a time. And um, that is something that we um, we we believe and we feel throughout our entire company. And so, you know, we talk about that with our growers. We talk about that with the folks that are, you know, on our extraction lines, with folks in manufacturing, even in shipping, receiving, um, all the way, of course, to our patient consultants and folks that work with us in our call centers or delivery drivers and, and certainly our, our community educators, uh, that it really does come back to to the patient and to the patient experience. And, you know, we, we know that we are, in a lot of senses, trailblazers in Florida, and um, there are going to be some bumps in the road, but we want to make sure that those bumps are handled um, in a timely manner and as smoothly as possible. Um, you know, our goal is to create, you know, raving fans and, and to have, you know, a true lever community that feels supported and uh, knows that we as a company do uh, truly care about um, their particular circumstances and um, their particular condition because everyone's story is unique. And, uh, you know, we, we just feel so privileged to um, to have the ability to hear those stories. And um, if we can make a positive impact in that patient's, in that patient's journey, um, we certainly, we certainly want, want to do that as much as possible. Speaking of patient's journeys and, um, you know, having a big impact, are there any trends that you notice from your, um, your patients as far as, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you notice any trends with the, um, out of those eight conditions? Like, are, is there any kind of correlation to the products that are being used? Like, um, are patients, like, I know a lot of the patients with seizures, the kids, they use the Canatol, um, Sure, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, our, our Canisol nasal rescue spray is um, specifically, um, you know, formulated and in, in, in the company Canisol was um, that product was developed 
um, is intended for patients with um, significant seizure uh, disorders. And um, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback um, related to um, the effectiveness of that particular product. And so it's a, it's a wonderful product for us to have available in our product line. Um, I had the pleasure of speaking to um, a group of, um, of nurses um, that work in that work in uh, the school system, uh, local school system, and just talking with them about, you know, the possibility down the road of having the availability of that type of a product as opposed to current products that are on the market in terms of a rescue medication um, and just how um, wonderful it would be to have a less invasive and effective option. So we're, we're you know, of course, thrilled with that partnership. Um, you know, as you know, Robert, we, we don't specifically ask patients for, um, you know, medical information related to their particular conditions, um, because of, uh, HIPAA and, and other, and other, um, other federal laws. But, um, we certainly hear and have, have the ability to share, um, in, in the joy when patients feel that they've received, you know, life-changing oftentimes, uh, results from using our products. And those are always wonderful stories to feel like you, you know, you're, you really are affecting change in, in people's lives. I can tell you that some of my, um, my favorite personal encounters have been with patients who have, um, transitioned, um, from opioids. And, um, that's just always so wonderful to hear. Um, and, and those patients just, I mean, light up and, and their family members are so grateful and, and just, you know, the stories of them, of them becoming quote unquote whole people again, um, is just amazing. And then, um, of course that we have lots of interaction with, um, the veteran population in our different locations. And, um, that's also been, um, just very heartwarming to work, to work with that, that patient group, because, you know, here you have a group of, of, of men and women who have, served and fought for for myself and for our employees and, and our families um you know whether it's overseas or here on the home front and just to feel like you're able to uh, do something that is helpful for them in return is is awesome so um we appreciate and um, we appreciate those patients as well yeah i I would suggest if anyone's wanting to hear an amazing story and you're a patient, just go sit in y'all's dispensary, any one of them and truly because <laughs> the patients start talking amongst themselves and love telling each other about things because this, there are a lot of people's lives being changed, especially with the opiates. Like you're saying, um, myself, I got off of countless opiates, muscle relaxers, Xanax uh, and replaced it all with cannabis. And we see that happen a lot in the veteran population. Veteran population is severely over-medicated. Um, if you just talk to enough of them, they, that's generally the consensus. And I've noticed there's a lot of veterans that are coming into the medical marijuana program in Florida, um, maybe even disproportionately so to other demographics is what I've kind of noticed. There's a lot of veterans. Um, have you noticed that with your patients? Is, is there a significant portion? There, there, there are a lot of uh, veterans, and I think that um, that has to do with uh, somewhat, you know, locations of, of dispensaries and where they are in proximity to veteran populations. So, I mean, I do think it varies depending on um, the particular, the particular, you know, geographic um, geographic area, and then of course, you know, the Florida veteran population in general is is fairly large. Ten um, percent. We do have the pleasure. Yeah, we do have the pleasure of, uh, of servicing. 
a number of, of veterans and um, it is it is truly an honor um, and and like I said we um, we are focused um, as a company for sure on that on that population and making sure that we um, we do um, you know provide products and also um, support and additional services to that to that population group specifically yeah and there's um you know, I got a really good friend. You may know who he is. His name's Jose Belen, and his his mission, <laughs> mission zero. I, I was honored enough to to help him out, outreaching veterans and truly. Could you explain kind of what that partnership is and what the goal is going forward with you guys? Sure, absolutely. And so um, Jose and and his wife are, are wonderful individuals. And I had the pleasure actually of, of meeting them for the first time at one of the um, Florida Cannabis Coalition Green Carpet events. And um, I think it just c- kind of goes back to um, which I would encourage any of your listeners to get involved and in, within the cannabis community because, really, I've just I've just been so fortunate to meet so many wonderful wonderful activists and, and folks um, through um, just different events and and uh, programs. And so um, I heard Jose speak, and I was really touched by his story and not only his story but his passion and his. Um, just the concept that he developed surrounding, um, you know, his, his personal mission, which is to eradicate, um, veteran suicide. And so that's where mission zero, um, started. And so, um, you know, we kind of mutually reached out to one another and, and decided that, um, it would be a great, a great fit for truly to partner with, with mission zero to assist, um, assist in, in that mission to eradicate veteran suicide, um, and certainly, you know, in Florida. And so, uh, for Veterans Day, uh, truly partnered, um, with, uh, that group and, uh, created shirts and sold those shirts to raise, to raise money, to donate directly to, uh, Mission Zero. Also, um, we had folks on st- on site at many of our dispensaries, um, that were available to talk with veterans, to offer, um, assistance in getting veterans um, hooked up with particular resources that they may need. And um, what we see moving forward is setting up um, support groups um, specifically geared towards um, veterans and their and their particular um, set of issues um, so that veterans feel that they have a safe place um, to, uh, to, to discuss um, particular um, you know, whether it be particular treatments that may be working for them, questions that they may have about um, about cannabis or about even, you know, non-cannabis such as the VA and how to navigate, you know, that process. And so we see it as definitely a broad-based um, partnership that focuses primarily on um, support and education. And um, Trulieve is, is very proud to stand um, to stand with, um, with Jose Belen and his efforts um, to eradicate veteran suicide. And, and we're very um, appreciative that he that he has uh, trusted us with that partnership. So we're looking forward for great things in 2018 and uh, stay tuned because there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of wonderful things happening there. Excellent. I, I, nothing makes me happier than to hear about and see veterans actually being taken care of. And I, I speak to a lot of them. Um, and for a lot of veterans, especially those that serve combat, it's important to feel like they have a, safe place to come and it normally is being surrounded by other people that served especially you know sh- the more shell-shocked ones they 
They like to know that the other person in the room has had the same experience. Um, I'm a veteran. I didn't serve combat. I mean, I've been kicked out of meetings before, and I'm like, okay, guys, it, you know, it's okay. So it's really good to be providing safe spaces to meet veterans on their terms because it is a little bit different population than most. Um, the issues they deal with are a lot different. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads? Make genuine business connections and get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout north america and ask for the original fabric container find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register before May 1st for an early bird discount of 50% off now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Join us for the 2019 U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo August 3rd and 4th in Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com. Expo.com. Speaking of the veterans issues, um, I myself, I really like the True Clear, the new, um, how is it, Super Lemon Haze? Thanks. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It really is. It's really good stuff. Um, what new products and or strains do you guys have? Because that's one of your newest strains, I believe. It is. It is. Super Lemon Haze is a direct response to um, an outpouring of patient feedback that we received um, asking for a sativa profile in our um, in our True Clear product line. And so um, that was that's the first sativa um, True Clear product that we that we launched. And so um, it's it's funny. We we've kind of <laughs> we get a lot of patient requests for particular for particular strains and, and particular profiles. Um, we um, have a number of a number of strains that we're working on. Um, I am not at liberty right now to disclose all of those. I would get in a lot of trouble from my uh, marketing team and hand slapped. But um, stay tuned for um, for new strain profiles being released um, in January. Um, I can tell you that between now and then, we are working very hard to um, get the True Stick product um, to market, and so uh, that will be coming very soon um we are waiting for the batteries to arrive which should happen any day um and we are um our goal will be to um release the true stick and at least one profile prior to christmas so that's our 
that's our goal. Um, and, um, so that's, that's coming very, very soon. Um, actually I think we're batching it this week. Um, so, and that, for those of you who don't know, that's basically our, uh, true clear, um, so completely uncut pure, um, cannabis oil and terpenes in a, um, vapable format. Uh, so with that, there is required that a new battery, um, will accompany that just because of the thickness of that oil, um, to make sure that, um, it draws properly. It's, it, we can't, um, we can't push that oil through our existing, our existing cartridges. But, um, I think that folks are going to be very, very happy with, uh, with that product. We're really excited to launch it. So, um, that's coming out soon. We also, for the holidays, um, are offering, are going to be releasing, um, some holiday, um, uh, batteries, um, so red and green Mysticas, red and green, uh, pens. So we're, uh, we're going to have those, um, on our shelves here in the next week or so as well. People love those Mysticas. I, I think I've dropped mine like yeah. 20 or 30 times getting out of my car, opening the door to go check the mail and it's still kicking. <laughs> That's great to hear. Yeah, we've, uh, we, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on the Mysticas and um, some things that folks don't know um, is that behind the scenes, we work very, very closely with all of our suppliers and we're constantly pushing them. Um, so, you know, anytime we get a return or a complaint from a customer, we're passing that along. We compile those and we, you know, we're demanding excellence from our suppliers. So, um, you know, we think it's really important for us to hear about any issues that you may have, but it's great to hear that, you know, our, uh, our work with our suppliers is paying off. So, um, and the Mystica is, I think also personally a great, a great product. So. Yeah, it's great. It, isn't that why you guys upgraded and changed the style of the true clear pin too? was patient feedback? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So on the true clear syringe, um, that we originally had a twist style, uh, which, um, was great in theory. Um, but unfortunately we had a lot of patients who, um, were having trouble due to specific conditions, whether it, um, you know, be difficult to handle, um, and difficult to twist so forth. And then also patients where we were receiving feedback that they were having a hard time getting the last bit of true clear out of that particular syringe style. So, um, because it's one kind of complete plastic, um, plastic piece. And so it was difficult for patients to get that last bit out. And, um, since it is so potent, you know, each, each dose is relatively small. So it is important for patients to be able to get all of their doses out of the, the particular, you know, product. So we did, we switched over to a more traditional, um, syringe style. Um, however, again, because the product is very, very thick, um, because of its purity, um, we had to really spend some time researching and getting a syringe that could uh, handle the um, the thickness of the product. And so um, we landed on the syringe that um, we have currently, which is a, um, a stainless steel core um, with a glass style syringe. And so, um, and that's, it, even though it's a little bit more expensive um, on our end related to um, the, the hardware, if you will, um, we also felt like it was very important um, for patients to not see a price increase as a result of um, a packaging change on, you know, on our end. And so we left the pricing where it, where it is, which I think is, is a very, it's very, our true, our true clear product is 
I think at this point, um, probably the most competitively priced product in Florida. Um, and certainly we feel like can hold its own uh, across the country related to the, the purity of the product and um, the price per milligram. So we, that was important for us to maintain for us to maintain that uh, for, our, for our patients. Yeah, it definitely competes. As you know, I spent some time out in Washington earlier this year, and I've tried a bunch of different distillate products. I mean, it's as good as any of the ones that I've tried that were considered the best out there. Um, now, you've got the new strains coming out. I assume there'll be a couple, a few different ones. There will be. Okay, the, true I, st- the, true, the True Stick launch is going to be a completely new, a completely new, uh, new, new strain profile. Excellent. We all get so excited to see new strains. I, <laughs> I do too. Yeah. That makes you feel better. Absolutely. Is it, and, and so something I noticed on Instagram, I, and I'm, it was posted on Facebook and everywhere else, was when you guys posted the Phylos logo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can you explain? I know what it is, and this is groundbreaking in another milestone first in Florida. Maybe, maybe the whole East Coast, unless somebody's doing it up in New York. Can you explain what Phylos does and what it means for the patients? Sure, absolutely. Well, I first of all, I appreciate you uh, you taking note of that because um, it was a big deal for us as well. So Phylos is a company um, that we have um, partnered with uh, really since the beginning. Um, there were some questions, and, and we knew that it was there was there were going to be questions from our patients as to okay, well, you're claiming that this is you know, um, a remedy strain or you're claiming that this is a nine pound hammer strain, but how can I be sure that that is, that it is what it is? Um, because we are in Florida, we're not in, you know, California or Oregon or, you know, one of those uh, more mature markets. And so Phylos is a, is a company that basically tests the DNA of, um, of the plant and that they, they basically certify its accuracy and so that, and they stand behind. And so when it's phylo certified, they basically say that, yes, we have tested this and we have independently verified that the genetic makeup of this plant matches the strain profile that you're claiming um, that the plant is. And so it's, um, our strains are going to what's called the Phylos Galaxy. And we're working on getting all of our strains um, into the Phylos Galaxy. A good number of them are are there now. And so if you go into to Phylos and you go to the Phylos Galaxy and you type in TrueLeave, you can see um, the TrueLeave, you know, cuts, if you will, of the different strains and where they are in the galaxy. And so it shows you um, how closely, you know, kind of what their their brothers and sisters are, um, what, you know, what other, from a genetic standpoint, um, what other strains they're most closely related to and then it also tells you what they're kind of the opposite of what the the inverse um inverse relationship would be so it's i find it fascinating and um, again it's just one additional level of transparency um with our patients um it's the same approach that we take for example with our independent lab testing um we think it's very important for patients to have as much information as possible when they're making decisions about what to put into their body and so you know, we made the decision very early on. It actually was direct feedback from, um, I can tell you from Renee um, Kalina, uh, Brandon's mom, who was pushing me early on. Well, how do I even know that this is safe for my son? You know, you don't even have, you know, it's just your internal lab. And so I said, you know, no, we, we third-party lab test. And well, if you third-party lab test, then why don't you put them online? And it was like, okay. And so <laughs> we 
we um, we developed an online database for our lab results. And so in, in a similar vein, um, you know, the Philo certification is just, you know, another another third party um verification that what we're what we're representing to patients is in fact um accurate yeah to my knowledge you're the only company in florida doing it um the the both on both ends the phylos and the publishing of independent lab tests and i've seen y'all's lab in in house i mean it's space age and then you send it out for testing and then didn't you tell me too that you also will have another company come audit them at time to time, like random audits. Yes. So we have, um, we have our in-house testing protocols and procedures, and then we have a third party lab that all those test results from the third party lab are also posted online. And then we also have an additional third party lab that comes and does, um, audits, uh, quarterly audits on our in-house testing, um, protocols and procedures to make sure and our results to make sure that, um, we're, you know, that we're in line and that we're, what we're doing at TrueLeave in-house is, is accurate and held to the highest standard. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people compare Florida to out West and the fact that everything gets tested third party out there. I, I did not walk into a grow or a processor in Washington where they had their own labs, like testing labs. They, they send them all out to a third party. This is, a, I mean, multiple layers more um, transparent and verifying, you know, that what the medicine is, is always the same, the consistency, the quality. Um, and then the strains, strains matter. Um, and phylos can actually nail them down to the phenotype of each strain, can't they? Like, for instance, you have a Girl Scout form cut. Yep. No, that's absolutely. Yeah. And that's, I, well, I was just going to say, I mean, that kind of goes back to a patient. And I don't know, Robert, if you remember, but there was a patient who was very adamant that I think it was our nine pound hammer. It was one of our strains that it wasn't a real, you know, it wasn't quote real nine pound hammer. <laughs> and so, I mean, that, you know, that causes certainly me and our company pause to say, and we were asking ourselves the question, okay, well, we need this, we need to verify that, because the last thing we want is to, is to have something and for us to be saying as a company that it is, that it is nine pound and then come to find out that it's not. And so that's another example of the patient population pushing us to, to provide, um, you know, accuracy in, in Florida. And, you know, the reality is, is that we have, we have one chance to build this program and we want to make sure at least as truly that, that we're seen as setting, setting high standards. And hopefully, I mean, we're, we're very hopeful that the other MMTCs will, will follow suit. Um, because we do believe that, um, for patients that, that patients have a right to know, you know, what's in, what's in their medicine and, and to have, have the confidence that when a company makes a claim, um, about a particular strain or, you know, about particular testing results that there is, um, you know, independent verification, uh, to back that up. Yeah, that's, that's really important. Um, just in the same sense, when you go buy an Apple iPhone, you want it to always have been made by Apple or the same thing. Um, it's extremely important when dealing with medicine because if you go thinking you're getting a sativa and you walk away with an indica, that could cause some issues, and especially the the reverse. If you're going to get an indica and get a sativa, a lot of people will get panic attacks. So knowing what, what you're getting is 
of primary importance to me. Um, I would love to see all the other MMTCs do it. You know, Certera, Knox, Green Solution, Grow Healthy, all of them and all the ones that come in after them to, to do this because it is important for patients. It's important, you know, for the families of the patients, caregivers, and, and like you said, as a company to know that you can really stand behind your products. Um, I guess since we're still talking about strains and all of that, can, I would just like to get your opinion on on the flower issue in Florida in regards to the lawsuits that are going on. Um, I think there's about six or seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, you know, as, as I've stated and I'll continue to state, um, you know, truly we, we certainly are supportive of, um, of flower as medicine and, and believe that it's very important um, to be brought to market in a very real way for um, for Florida patients. We've had um, a flower product in our product line since the day that we opened um, our first store in Tallahassee last summer, um, which is our um, ground flower product in a in the um, a small format a handheld Herova vaporizer. So we've we've always had the vision of um, of having flour available, and we think that it's of course very important from an entourage effect um, for patients to have that as an option. Um, so I'll start there. Um, what I can tell you is that lawsuits take time. Um, I think that it's going to be interesting as they as they move their way through the court system. Um, you know, last special session, the legislature passed a, uh, in, in the law that was passed to implement, um, to implement amendment two, there was a provision that was added that basically, um, prohibited, um, the sale of flour except for, uh, flour sold in a sealed tamper-proof container intended for vaporizing. And so our initial product met that definition. I think that they were struggling somewhat with, um, you know, the realization that this product had been to market at that point for, um, almost a year. And so um, it's a little difficult from a policy standpoint to, to roll that back. Um, but, you know, really, we, we've, we've, uh, we have pending right now for approval um, a, a larger format um, vaporizer product that we believe meets the definition of that statutorily, which is, you know, our way as a company to continue to push um, for flower-based products um, in Florida. Um, you know, not that that's uh, where we would like to see the conversation end by any by any means. Um, but you know, as as sort of this, an interim step um, to get folks um, comfortable with the concept of a flower. And you know, as a company, sometimes that that seems to be, in some respects, you know, where we find our role is in the destigmatization. Um, process because, you know, cannabis historically has had a certain stigma around it, um, unfortunately. And uh, we do see ourselves as um, uh, important players in reversing or changing or challenging that stigma. That's why we do what we do related to our storefronts. That's why we're so um, try to be, um, you know, very professional players and, and very patient focused and centric, um, so that when lawmakers and legislators and policymakers intersect with the cannabis business, they come away understanding that it's, it's not, it's not all about, you know, um, you know, 
tie dye and, and hippies. Not that, not that that's not, you know, <laughs> I, I have, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that either. Um, as Robert, I'm sure you could, you could attest to, but, um, Completely you know, no issue as a whole, it. um, you know, <laughs> a standing, a standing, um, you know, as, as sort of that groundbreaker, um, so that, you know, folks can start seeing, and we can start seeing the benefits from a medical standpoint of patients using flour in some format in Florida so that then we can garner testimony from patients and, and that conversation again can progress, um, and move forward. So, um, I, I'm anxiously awaiting the results of those lawsuits. Unfortunately, um, as a recovering lawyer myself, I know that they take, um, Ooh. a lot of time and a lot of, a lot of money. So, um, you know, I think that it's, it's not going to be a, a speedy resolution as much as we would like for it to be. Yeah, I'm really glad that you kind of explained that and the the time frame that these things uh, evolve in, because it, especially when there's going to be a lot of back and forth between the state DOH and the plaintiffs, mm-hmm. it's going to take a, about as long as it possibly could. And the Department of Health is already stretched thin as it is trying to just keep up with this market that's expanding at a faster rate than any other medical market. Um which brings me to my my next question is job creation. I see new job sure. postings everywhere. Can can you kind of touch on that? I know you guys seem to be hiring um, left and right. Oh, it's so it's so exciting. Um, sure, I would love to talk about it. it's one of my one of my favorite things uh, to to talk about. Um, we as a company now are at um, we've crossed the three hundred um, employee mark, um, which is is awesome and um, kind of mind-blowing when I kind of step back and think about how far um, really this industry has come in a a relatively short period of time. Um, So yeah, um, we're expanding and we're hiring um, as as you know, we um, we aggressively um, are opening additional dispensary locations, and each one of those locations requires uh, staff, of course, patient consultants, as well as um, delivery drivers, um, secure, you know, security at least one dedicated security personnel at each location, and so um, we're 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 definitely adding folks all the time. Our call center is um, we're actively adding um, employees to our call center. You know, as we as we touched on earlier, you know. Patient um, service, customer service is a top goal for us, and we we have experienced some um, rough patches there related to the number and sheer volume of calls that um, we've experienced as um, as as cards as, you know begin to get issued and as new patients are calling looking for information. So we want to make sure that we've got not only um, you know enough people, but that we have we're staffed appropriately so each person gets the proper amount of time and attention that they need to make sure that all of their questions and concerns are answered. Um, we don't want to be, you know, a company who you feel like you're being rushed through a conversation, especially um, with subjects that surround a person's, um, you know, personal situation um, or journey. And so that's, that's important for us. So yeah, we're, we're hiring. Um, we, uh, we love to hire uh, Floridians. We love to hire patients. Um, Definitely check out um, our postings, which is online. If you go to trueleave.com, at the bottom of our website, there's a careers link, and that's that's updated pretty regularly. We're also hiring other positions with particular skill set expertise, so we're expanding our extraction facilities. Um, we're actually adding some additional lines to our extraction um, processes. We're adding um, 
a CO2 line here shortly, um, and also upgrading our um, our current um, extraction line. So if anyone out there listening has particular experience there and is willing to come work in Quincy, Florida, certainly let us know. Um, we're always looking for great people in our shipping and receiving department. And um, yeah, there's a, and, and our grow actually is expanding also. And so we've got some awesome, talented folks that work over in our cultivation department. But really, um, if you're, um, you know, have a clean record because Florida requires a level two background check. So you have to be able to pass a level two. Um, if you're over the age of 21, because that's also a Florida law requirement. Um, and like I said, our, our cultivation facilities are located in Quincy, Florida. Um, and you've got a passion for, for growing or interested in learning, we would uh, love to have you on the team. Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, so you go to trueleave.com, scroll to the bottom, click on careers. Um, can they submit their resume and application directly through the website? Oh, wow. Excellent. That's what's, yep, that's preferred. So, um, yep, just uh, submit your submit your resume there and shoot us a cover, lo- a cover letter is always appreciated. Just telling us a little bit about yourself. And, um, yeah, we're, we're always, always on the search for talent, for sure. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap channel. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. And you're probably on the search for talent even more because of the inability to contract outside (laughs) help as well, right? That's that's certainly um, one of the challenges um, right now for for the industry in Florida, and something that we um, we're, that's really our number one legislative priority um, moving into session. And um, you know, they, in, again, in the implementing bill during special session um, on the Senate side, a provision was added to that prohibits any existing license holder from contracting with any company that um, directly relates to cultivating, processing, or dispensing. Um, and so what that means is that really, as much as we would love to do business with other businesses or other 
folks who would like to start businesses in Florida um, in particular areas um, were prohibited right now from doing that. And so, um, you know, we're waiting anxiously, for example, for the edibles rules to be passed um, and would love nothing more than to be able to support, um, you know, folks in Florida who start their own their own edibles com- you know, companies um, with expertise in particular product lines. And um, unfortunately, right now, we're, we're not able to do that. We have to have everything done in-house. So yes, that does require us to you know, onboard, onboard that talent as employees and, uh, and have them work out of our, um, our facilities as opposed to establishing a contractual relationship with them. To be- oh, hey. You better like trains if you go work up there too, guys. So, like, but, <laughs> We're right but next it, to the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as an entrepreneur, can you explain the difference, kind of like what it means to do just to do business? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, for example, um, a great, a, a really easy um, il- illustration, and what we deal with um, all the time is our let's let's look at our logistics department and shipping and receiving. So, in Florida, um, we're required to have um, only our employees and a, a minimum of two employees in a vehicle at, at all times whenever there is transportation of of cannabis or derivative product. So, in product, um, so. That has required us to literally become um, a mini FedEx slash UPS <laughs> in-house. And so we currently have a fleet of, I think, around 40 um, around 40, 40 vehicles currently. Um, and that, you know, going between deliveries and then also our inventory. So we have to have dedicated folks um, just dealing with uh, full-time logistics on how to move product around the state. Um, that would be a great intersection point for a third-party company who deals, that's their business model, right, is, is logistics and, um, and uh, delivery. And unfortunately, we're not, we're, not able to, uh, we're not able to contract with that type of a service. Yeah, logistics is one of the hardest things to crack, um, moving things around. As I was telling you a little earlier, I had to chase down some packages and, um, <laughs> it's, it's not easy. And I do, I'm speaking with a gentleman, I think next week I've had him on the podcast before he's the CEO of hard car. And that's, that's all they do is, um, security and secure transportation of cannabis products up and down like California's coast. Mm-hmm. And I, I've talked to him extensively and he would love to be in Florida doing business if he could but right now he just I mean he can't unless he wanted to I guess quit his job and come become a true leave employee and offload information to you right that's right and I mean it's it's challenging it's challenging also on the product front I would say because you know folks ask us all the time oh well we'd love to see such and such brand from you know California or Colorado or wherever um you know why can't you have you know all these different types of things. And I mean, the reality is, is that every MMTC is going to be limited by their own bandwidth and what the product lines that make the most sense, which means that those are going to be the product lines that appeal to the most, you know, to the majority of the market. And so a lot of the niche products that you may see um, when you go to a dispensary out West, you know, it may not, at least in the you know short term, be available in Florida um, because the infrastructure and the investment required 
um, from a startup standpoint to, to build those product lines from scratch. Also the expertise, um, you know, when you're dealing with some of these products, that particular process has been refined over years with, with a company that's just focused on that particular type of product. Um, and, you know, to, to be able to dedicate those resources to that kind of R&D, again, yes, there, of course, will be constant innovation. We're very focused on that as a company, and we're very focused on having as diverse a product line as possible. But it, it does create um, challenges, um, you know, related to that, that we would, we would love to be able to, to carry, um, you know, your favorite brands um, from out west. But the reality is, is that those companies aren't going to give truly their IP <laughs> right. and, uh, and just, you know, and say, okay, you know, you guys run with it and you just pay me a fee. That's just not how, from a business standpoint, that's just not how those, those deals tend to tend to shake out. So it's uh it's very, it's very frustrating. I think at the end of the day, unfortunately it's the patient who suffers. So we'd like to see that changed. It, it definitely does because it kind of limits your options. Um, and you just, gave us a bunch of reasons how that happens. So I, I definitely do think the patient's affected. At the end of the day, the patients are the, you know, the end of the road. Uh, they're at the bottom of the hill where the ball rolls down to, and they're the ones that get affected the most and in a good way and in a bad way. You know, they feel those fluctuations the most. You touched on your number one uh, issue coming into session that you'd like to tackle, which is the contracting. Um, one from the patient and the physician standpoint that I, I hear a lot about is the inability to jot down more than two modalities of use. Mm, um, so mm-hmm. for you that are listening, um, myself, I have an order and it's for oral and inhalation, which means I can buy any products that are designated as an oral um, moda- mode of administration or inhalation mode of administration but edibles are coming i mean not edibles topicals are available um i'm a floridian i have skin spots all over i would love to try all's cream but i just physically i mean i i legally can't even buy it unless my doctor changes my order and then i wouldn't be able to have the true clear or you know the vaporizer cartridge and can you explain you know what that does Sure. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great point. And that's, um, it's definitely a point of, of frustration, um, for patients and physicians and for, um, MMTCs, um, for sure. Uh, so, you know, the, the issue is, is that a doctor is forced now because of the way that the software was written for the registry to select from a drop down menu, um, up to two. And so a physician does not have the ability to select more than two, routes of administration. So even if um, a patient has a valid medical uh, reason for a third um, uh, you know, delivery method, um, the physician is currently, from a technology standpoint, prohibited from um, adding that. And so um, I did you know, have a conversation. I've had a couple conversations with DOH about that. And um, it, it, it's been a little shaky in terms of the the response. Um, but, you know, I think that it is a situation that, that likely could be, um, could be challenged. Um, and, and, you know, you may see some, some activity on that front in the future. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, our belief, um, is certainly that the, um, that is between a patient and the physician and the physician, the physician should be given the flexibility to enter as many, um, routes of administration, as um, as are necessary for that particular patient and that particular patient's condition, and uh, we we definitely don't believe that it's um, 
you know, anyone else's, um, you know, right to, to dictate, um, routes of administration other than, like I said, the, what, you know, the, the, um, recommendation from the physician. So, um, absolutely 100% are supportive of the removal of that restriction and the ability for the physicians to uh, add additional routes of administration for a patient. From what I've heard, that topical is really, really good, especially for pain. Yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty great product. Um, so I definitely um, we would like to see more patients have access to it. Um, and there's certainly a lot of patients who would who would benefit from it um, that are currently not able to use it because um, from a from a day to day standpoint, they really need that. Um, oral and inhalation um, combination, but they do have particular flare-ups, um, whether it be in joints, joint inflammation, or um, particular areas that um, are a part of their particular condition. That unfortunately, as you as you mentioned, they're not able to uh, they're not able to utilize our, our topical, which is specifically formulated um, as a topical. So it, it is uh, it's got wonderful essential oils in it, and it is it's a, it's a fast absorbing. It's a great, it's a great product. And so, um, yep, we would, we would love to, uh, to have, uh, more access for patients to be able to take advantage of those products that, um, any combination of those could, could, uh, help their particular condition. Yeah, absolutely. Because like I, I mentioned earlier, that's honestly the only way I'll be able to try all's product is if the two modalities change, because I'd, I'm not going to swap out the topical for, you know, oral or inhalation because to me, I I rely on those much more frequently throughout the day and evening than a topical would benefit me. Sure. So it's coming. I mean, these are just early steps in the, you know, evolution of our new market, which everyone is new to the MMTCs, the regulators. Nobody, I mean, they're literally creating an industry from the ground up. There's a lot of moving parts. And I think a lot of times myself, especially included, patients get a little impatient um, <laughs> for things to evolve because it it's just the nature of, and it's happened in every state that's le- legalized medical marijuana. Nothing's the way it is now when it started. Do you care... If I ask, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go, go straight into something completely off topic. It, so if you yeah, were going to respond. Okay, great. No, um, no, no, you're good. Yeah. So when I saw you in Miami, I noticed that you had on this pretty sweet looking bracelet, bangle. I don't know. I'm a guy, but a bracelet. <laughs> and, and, and it's black yeah. and gold. And then after that, I noticed I, I found the person online and you may have sent me the message, but on Instagram posting the black and gold bracelet, um, where can somebody get one of those? <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for asking that. My, uh, my very, very good friend and very, uh, talented artist, Audra Pittman, uh, has created a, a line of, of special bracelets, um, and it's Leaf Love, L-E-A-F-L-O-V-E, um, by Audra. And so if you go to Instagram or she has an Etsy account, 
uh, you're able to uh, click on it and to purchase one if you would like. Um, we are coming out with actually a, um, she is doing a line for me with the Truly logo, which is, is pretty awesome. Exciting. And so, um, yeah, it's really exciting. Um, but she is a, she is a very, very talented um, entrepreneur herself and um, is um, a wonderful uh, support just part of my support system personally and um, is supportive of the of the movement as a whole. And so I would uh, definitely encourage um, folks to check check her out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I reached out to her on Instagram. I'm going to be ordering one. I, I think I'm going to get a couple of them because she does one with just all the, the cannabis leaves. And I'm trying to get her to make me one custom with my logo. We'll see where that goes. But she's she's super <laughs> sweet and awesome, really responsive. So I'm sure if any of y'all place an order, I'll have a link in the description too to her page. Um, but really cool stuff. And I, I know about a couple other things that I've kind of put a bug in her ear to make. We'll see if they happen. I need a fancy wallet. I'm just going to be honest. I, I need a fancy wallet. I've got this cheap old wallet falling <laughs> apart. So if anyone feels sorry for me and they want to go on Etsy and buy me something, please do. I, you know, yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think Audra will, will, will be able to come through for you. Yeah, no, it's amazing work. I'm still curious to, I, cause I would really like to, cause I'm an artist myself. I would like to see how she makes it because it seems pretty intricate to get the gold in on the, the black leather. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so just so the listeners know, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a gold plated cuff with a, a leather. Um, and it's actually kangaroo leather that she uses. Um, oh, strip, really? And it's, yeah, it's hand embossed um, with, uh, and then she hand paints um, gold leaf over top. So it's a, uh, it's it's awesome. And she likes to tell the story that you know she would try and find you know Christmas or birthday gifts for me um, that were industry relevant. She had a hard time, and so she just decided to make something, make something herself. So that's where it started. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, we be kind of began this podcast talking about art. We're ending it talking about art. I know just from speaking with you that you're somewhat of an art aficionado yourself. Um, so I'm really glad that y'all are supporting the Art 420 event. They do tons of great things other than just art. You know, they had the Project Battle for Freedom they did with Jose, helping um, mm -hmm. veterans with PTSD with, you know, um, therapeutic art sessions. They usually have them at the events. I think they're going to have the Kids Zone set up this weekend. So I'm looking forward yeah, to it. No it's going to be awesome. And, you know, some other great things that are happening is there's a, um, a dice mixer, which is sponsored by, um, minorities for medical marijuana. That's going to be happening also. So a lot of great. And then I think I just saw something else come through my feed earlier today. Um, some other, um, I think mixer after party that's cannabis inspired. So I think it's going to be wonderful. Like I said, just the intersection of, um, I mean, Art Basel, as, as I was saying, is just such an internationally prominent event. And um, to have the cannabis movement in Florida have that intersection point with such a large audience, it's just going to be um, it's just going to be amazing. So definitely encourage anyone and everyone um, in the Miami area or make a weekend out of it and, and you know, make it a destination. It's going to be it's going to be great. So absolutely. And, and you're talking about the dice mixer uh I can't wait to see Roz. She's awesome. Oh, she is awesome. She's one of my, talk about someone who just uh, puts a smile on your face every time you see her because of her, the energy that she exudes and her positivity. Um, she, and she's such a, she's such a hustler. She's such a worker and um, just passionate and day in and day out. And, 
And that's what a lot of folks maybe don't see behind the scenes is just these folks who are um, who are really fighting the fight just every single day and just grinding it out on behalf of patients. And um, it, it's been humbling um, to watch and to and to play a small role in that. So, and Roz is definitely one of those one of those uh, warriors for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And um, let's end it on what does diversity mean for TrueLeave as a company? <laughs> wow. Um, so uh, truly I've had the pleasure of partnering with Minorities for Medical Marijuana to uh, write our diversity plan, which is one of the new requirements which we fully supported um, in the law last session. And you know, in doing the analysis, it was it was a funny kind of an interesting conversation with Roz because she came back and she said, "Wow, Kim, um, just so you know, you all are are forty percent <laughs> minority employers." And and so I would I would just say that for for truly, you know, diversity is, is a way of life. Um, it's something that's ingrained in our company culture. Um, we are located in, in, as I mentioned, in Quinty, Florida, and Gaston County, which is one of the few majority minority communities in Florida. Um, and we take the responsibility of lifting up um, the populations within this community very seriously. Uh, and um, not only do we do that here, but we do it in our hires across the state um, because we believe that you know, cannabis is a great equalizer, and um, we certainly want that to be reflected in uh, the faces of our company. Yeah, I mean, it really does show just walk, like you're saying, I mean, it's not just up in uh, Quincy, but all of your dispensaries, I always see a very diverse mix of employees there. Thank you. That, that's that's very intentional and, and very purposeful. And we want patients to have um, and be able to have um, interactions with folks that they can relate to. Um, it's it's very it's very important to us. Yeah, I mean it it spans spans across the um, the whole spectrum. I mean I, I've seen every type of person as an employee, but more importantly the patients. I mean there this is a very 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 diverse population of people that are seeking treatment right now. Um, Absolutely, and it's it's so cool. It's so cool in our lobbies too, just to see those different. Um, walks of life, you know, interact and have common ground and co- find commonality. It, it's really, um, it, it's it's very inspiring to just sit back and and uh, and watch those conversations um, develop and evolve, and and then realize that they have, um, you know, they have a, a starting point to a conversation to talk with someone that they may not have otherwise interacted with. Absolutely, and that's happened to me a couple times. Just you know, sitting down in the lobby. And I'm interacting with somebody that I definitely would have been unlikely to run into in the circles that I frequent. And I love, I love, I love it. I mean, it's just what it's all about. Diversity is the spice of life, in my opinion. I would like to thank you, Kim, for coming on and speaking with me and the listeners and bringing us up to speed on what's going on in TrueLeave and, you know, the things that you support and why you guys support them and also the issues that are going to be worked on going forward in session because uh, just because SB8A got passed doesn't mean that things ended. And I, I just, I appreciate you coming on and thank you for what you're doing and just, you know, keep charging ahead, Florida first. Uh, thanks, Robert. We appreciate you as well. And uh, thank you to all of your listeners for being part of the part of this movement. Thanks. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Marijuana Solution. A well, a well of this marijuana solution. 
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 